2 Timothy 3.16 tells us that all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, instruction, and in righteousness. And in Psalms 105, for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, his truth endures to all the generations. It's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God's word never fails. It always does what God says it will do. Isaiah 55:11. so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So tonight we're going to give you an opportunity to practice praying using God's word. We use God's word and we and his promises every week when we join together for praying for prodigals. We take the promise of God and we partner them with his scriptures. What is a prodigal, you might ask? If you look up prodigal on Google, it gives you a definition as someone who spends money or resources freely and recklessly, wastefully and extravagantly. Another definition is a repentant wastrel who is welcomed back warmly on his homecoming or a person who returns from a long absence. A prodigal is a believer who has experienced salvation. They had a personal relationship with God, but for some reason they've willfully walked away from God. They can be a son or daughter, a brother or sister, a husband or wife. They are someone the Father loves and longs to see return back to him again. Luke 15, 11 through 24 is where the story of the prodigal is found. And for the sake of time tonight, I'm going to paraphrase that story. The story that I paraphrased is also on your cards, so you can take it home. But I strongly encourage you to go to Luke 15, starting with verse 11, and read the whole story. So there was a man who had two sons. One day, the younger of the two sons came to the father and asked for his inheritance. The father granted his request and gave him his share of his inheritance. The next morning, the son gathered all of his belongings and he departed from the father's house. He went to a, a land far away and he lived a prodigal life. Remember, prodigal is someone who lives lavishly and extravagantly. Soon the son ran out of money and he found himself in desperate circumstances. So he took a job feeding slop to pigs and he found himself envying those pigs because they were given better food than he had to eat. He thought of his father and remembered how well his father's servants lived. They always had plenty of food and sometimes more to spare. So he decided he would return to his father's house and beg him for mercy. And even if he had to live as a servant, it would be better than how he was living now. So he set out early the next day to return home. The father, who had been watching, waiting for his son return, while his son was still far away, saw him and ran to him and threw his arms around him and cried. This always gets me this part. He called out to his servants and he told them to kill the fattened calf and to start a celebration because his son had returned home. He was lost but now was found. He was dead, but now is alive. So about five years ago, Donna came to me and asked me if I wanted to join a 
prayer group that was going to pray specifically for prodigals. And I quickly said yes. I didn't even have to think about it. Having been a prodigal myself and having prodigals of my own, I was so excited to join in prayer with a team that was praying specifically for the prodigals. Our prayers are based on promises, and they started off with a little bookmark we had, 12 promises of God for your prodigal. And then they've grown. And we would pair those with scriptures, and we would read them every week. We gather here on Tuesdays, we meet at the church, and we come into agreement with God's word and his promises by faith. So at the beginning of the year, Dory shared a vision she had, a prophetic vision she had regarding prodigals. She saw prodigals as if they were sinking in quicksand, and the more they struggled to get out, the faster they were sinking. They weren't able to get free from the quicksand on their own strength. And then she saw a vision of the Father reaching out to them and grabbing them and pulling them free from the quicksand. Our prayers are the Father's arms reaching out to pull the prodigals from the quicksand. God is not only reaching out to the prodigals, but he's reaching out to us as well. One of the things that's been a great result of being part of the prodigal prayer team is my faith has been strengthened. Three years ago, Excuse me if I get all teary, because three years ago, I was faced with a really difficult circumstance. It was an impossible situation, and it shook my faith, and it literally brought me to my knees. I could barely breathe. My heart hurt so much. I couldn't go about daily functions. My eyes would just leak, and I would have to, like, run to the bathroom. I had no idea how I was going to make it through this situation that I was facing, and it really affected my whole family. It's because of the prodigal prayer team that I'm able to be here before you now, and I have a faith that is stronger than it was before, not because my circumstances changed, because it hasn't. It's still an ongoing thing. But because of the word of God, it's because every week we would come together and we were reading the word of God and it did something in my spirit. It made me rise up. It encouraged me. It gave me the strength I needed to make it through the next minute, the next hour, and the next day. And it's because of this team that we have who every week prays for each other, because we pray for each other, but we pray for all the families that have prodigals. When we meet on Tuesdays to pray for the prodigals, we start off with a worship song to kind of center ourselves. And then we read scriptures that we called faith builders, and you'll be reading those scriptures tonight. And after we build up our faith, we lift up the names of all the prodigals. And these names are kept confidential. We don't share them outside of Tuesdays. And everybody signs a confidentiality agreement. We're all agreeing to um, keep these names confidential. And we do that because we want to protect our prodigals and we also want to protect their families. Then we follow a list of prayers based off of the scriptures. And we started off with like 12 and now we're up to like 23. And the prayers change. We don't, we don't just year after year pray the same old stagnant prayer. Um, God moves on our hearts and we, we adjust them and we move them and we refresh the scriptures. So tonight, you're only going to cover five of those prayers. 
And then we also have a list for the family members that are praying for the prodigal. So if you have a prodigal, we're praying for you too. We proclaim, finally we have a page of um, declarations where we proclaim the victory of God and God's word, and you're going to get to read those tonight as well. We have seen God move. So when we first started prodigal prayer, we only had a list with names of prodigals on it. But now we have a list with prodigals that have returned to the Lord. And um, that just excites me. And the list is growing. And so we continue to pray for them as well because they need to be strengthened and encouraged. And so we lift them up in prayer that God will watch over them. <coughs> 